the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. President Donald Trump took to the podium at the U.N. General Assembly this week in which is essentially a room full of socialists and communists who need to build walls to keep people in versus countries like the United States that build walls in order to keep people from swarming in. This speech was largely panned by the usual suspects. Of course, the mainstream media and politicos all across America issued a collective gasp when Donald Trump dared to do a speech focused on essentially America first. This was a pretty brash speech. It was not delegate. It was powerful. It was bold. Uh, It was economically nationalist. It projected strength. And by and large, the people that I talk to think that Donald Trump nailed it. He took no prisoners and he pulled no punches. And this speech is, I think, proof of Donald Trump's America first foreign policy. Other countries saying saying that other countries should also put themselves first and take care of their citizens first. And this was clearly a shot across the globalist bow. Those people that want to make the world uh, essentially a single country get a, get rid of borders, uh, allow people to roam about the planet freely, uh, get rid of national sovereignty. Uh, Donald Trump made it clear that he's got no part in that globalist agenda. You're listening to the United Eye Radio Show. Greg Britton, who is normally my co-host, is back in Washington, D.C., taking part in what uh, is considered to be a 923 rally. This is a, a rally in Washington, D.C. that is there to support Donald Trump in his domestic agenda, largely at this point about tax relief featuring uh, speakers that include Jenny Beth Martin, who is the head of the Tea Party Patriots, Stephen Moore, uh, who is one of the economic advisors to the Trump campaign and is also involved in advancing his uh, Trump uh, tax reform agenda. Tom Fitton from Judicial Watch, uh, Stephen, uh, I'm sorry, Seton Motley, who is uh, all about less government and a range of other speakers. This promises to be a big event, 923. It's Saturday, uh, which if you're listening to the show, this has already happened. But back to Donald Trump's U.N. speech, we've got a number of cuts from that speech that I think deserves to be highlighted. If you haven't listened to that speech, this is probably one of Donald Trump's best speeches uh, of his political career, uh, largely regarded as having Stephen Miller's thumbprint on it. Of course, Stephen Miller is one of Donald Trump's speechwriter. He hails from Santa Monica, was groomed essentially by David Horowitz from the Horowitz Freedom Center uh, as he graduated from uh, Santa Monica High School. Went on now went on to serve in, uh, I believe, um, 
I can't remember whose uh, Senate office he was he served in out of Utah. But here he is now in Donald Trump's uh, White House writing speeches. This first cut essentially lays the groundwork for his speech, talking about we've got essentially two worlds. We've got a world that has an opportunity to establish peace, and we've got a world where rogue regimes are are trying to do their best to defeat and you know peace throughout the world. Here's cut number one. We live in a time of extraordinary opportunity. Breakthroughs in science, technology, and medicine are curing illnesses and solving problems that prior generations thought impossible to solve. But each day also brings news of growing dangers that threaten everything we cherish and value. Terrorists and extremists have gathered strength and spread to every region of the planet. Rogue regimes represented in this body not only support terrorists, but threaten other nations and their own people with the most destructive weapons known to humanity. Authority and authoritarian powers seek to collapse the values, the systems, and alliances that prevented conflict and tilted the world toward freedom since World War II. And Donald Trump making that comment since World War II uh, harkened back to what it was that originally formed the platform for the formation of the U.N. and what its original mandate was. Here's clip number two on the Marshall Plan. We have it in our power, should we so choose, to lift millions from poverty, to help our citizens realize their dreams, and to ensure that new generations of children are raised free from violence, hatred, and fear. This institution was founded in the aftermath of two world wars to help shape this better future. It was based on the vision that diverse nations could cooperate to protect their sovereignty, preserve their security, and promote their prosperity. It was in the same period exactly 70 years ago that the United States developed the Marshall Plan to help restore Europe. Those three beautiful pillars, they're pillars of peace, sovereignty, security, and prosperity. The Marshall Plan was built on the noble idea that the whole world is safer when nations are strong, independent, and free. Donald Trump continues talking about how the U.N. should be a coalition of nations for strength and prosperity. To overcome the perils of the present and to achieve the promise of the future, we must begin with the wisdom of the past. Our success depends on a coalition of strong and independent nations that embrace their sovereignty to promote security, prosperity, and peace for themselves and for the world. One of my favorite clips is coming up, and whereas Obama used the platform at the U.N. to apologize for America, Trump extolled America as a force for good in the world. He cited the Marshall Plan just before this as an example of how the U.S. has used its strength and the outcome of devastating world wars in order to uh, 
advance peace and prosperity. Here's one of my favorite cuts where Donald Trump specifically names the U.S. Constitution as a force for good. In America, we do not seek to impose our way of life on anyone, but rather to let it shine as an example for everyone to watch. This week gives our country a special reason to take pride in that example. We are celebrating the 230th anniversary of our beloved Constitution, the oldest Constitution still in use in the world today. That was the opening of Donald Trump's speech at the U.N. General Assembly earlier in the week. We're going to continue with some selected cuts from that speech here on the Unite IE radio program after a word from our sponsors who help keep this radio show on the air. Hey, Larry Elder here. Now, if you're a homeowner thinking about refinancing or you'd like to be a homeowner and aren't sure where to start, call my friend Ed Hoffman at Wholesale Capital Corporation. Rates are great right now, and from what Ed tells me, There are a lot of great opportunities out there in real estate. You need a lender you can count on, and I can vouch for Ed. He'll deal with you straight and advise you like you're part of the family. Just give Ed a call at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. I know Ed. He's a good guy. He'll talk to you like a friend and won't make you feel like you've just walked into a shark tank. Now's the time to buy or refinance. Give my friend Ed Hoffman a call at Wholesale Capital Corporation. Again, 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or visit him online, wccloans.com. 855-640-2020. AM 590, the answer. This is Assemblywoman Melissa Melendez urging you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire radio program. My name is Don Dix. My co-host normally uh, sitting in the chair opposite from me, Greg Britton, is back in Washington, D.C., participating in a an opportunity to get to hear from some select folks from the administration and then participating in the 923 rally that's taking place there. We're highlighting clips from Donald Trump's uh, U.N. speech, and it's largely a speech about um, national sovereignty and the original purpose of the U.N. and how select rogue regimes are undermining the purpose of the U.N., which is supposed to be about establishing peace. And here he talks about how America first doesn't necessarily mean that other countries don't also come first, that how they should uh, work on behalf of their citizens to make their country strong, sovereign nations. Our government's first duty is to its people to our citizens, to serve their needs, to ensure their safety, to preserve their rights, and to defend their values. As President of the United States, I will always put America first. Just like you, as the leaders of your countries, will always and should always put your countries first. Now, as part of naming these rogue regimes that are undermining national uh, security throughout the world, Donald Trump first took aim at North Korea. No one has shown more contempt 
for other nations and for the well-being of their own people than the depraved regime in North Korea. It is responsible for the starvation deaths of millions of North Koreans and for the imprisonment, torture, killing, and oppression of countless more. We were all witness to the regime's deadly abuse when an innocent American college student, Otto Warmbier, was returned to America only to die a few days later. Now, Donald Trump continues taking uh, aim at North Korea with this clip, clip number seven. Now, North Korea's reckless pursuit of nuclear weapons and ballistic missiles threatens the entire world with unthinkable loss of human life. It is an outrage that some nations would not only trade with such a regime, but would arm, supply and financially support a country that imperils the world with nuclear conflict. No nation on earth has an interest in seeing this band of criminals arm itself with nuclear weapons and missiles. Now, Donald Trump continues uh, taking aim at North Korea, where he uses his brand new pet name for the leader of North Korea in this next clip. The United States has great strength and patience. But if it is forced to defend itself or its allies, we will have no choice but to totally destroy North Korea. Rocket Man is on a suicide mission for himself and for his regime. The United States is ready, willing and able. But hopefully this will not be necessary. That's what the United Nations is all about. That's what the United Nations is for. Let's see how they do. It is time for North Korea to realize that the denuclearization is its only acceptable future. The United Nations Security Council recently held two unanimous 15 to nothing votes, adopting hard-hitting resolutions against North Korea So while the media and the political class are framing this as a war speech, it was anything but. He started out clearly stating what it takes to establish peace and prosperity throughout the world. Strong nations secure in their sovereignty and what the purpose of the U.N. really is. Now, it wasn't just North Korea that he took uh, aim at. Iran, another rogue regime, uh, was not spared. We've got those clips up ahead on the Unite IE radio show. More after a word from our sponsors. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, President of Wholesale Capital Corporation and host of the main event, which airs every weekend here on AM590, The Answer. I'm proud to be a part of the effort to make America great again, not just by supporting this station and conservative movement, but also by helping people achieve the American dream of homeownership. Whether you're looking to achieve that dream and you need financing, or you already own a home and you're considering refinancing your mortgage in order to lower your payment, shorten your term, or pay off high-interest debt, Or, if you're over 62 and want to look into that great financing tool known as a reverse mortgage, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, toll free day or night, 855-640-2020. I'll give you all your options, answer all your questions, and walk you through the process. And don't forget to listen to my show, The Main Event. 
Saturdays at 9.30 a.m. and 9 o'clock p.m. Sundays at 8 a.m. right here on AM 590 The Answer. Licensed by the California Bureau of Real Estate. Broker license number 01147747 and California Finance Lenders License number 603K610. Also licensed in Arizona by the Arizona Department of Financial Institutions. MB number 096199. AM 590 The Answer. Welcome back to the United Inland Empire radio program. We are listening to selected cuts from Donald Trump's uh, speech at the U.N. General Assembly this week. It made huge waves around the world as Donald Trump both called for the U.N. to live up to its mandate as peacekeeper, as well as calling out member states for their efforts to undermine peace throughout the world. Donald Trump next took aim at Iran talking about how the rogue regime uh, needs to be reeled in. It is far past time for the nations of the world to confront another reckless regime, one that speaks openly of mass murder, vowing death to America, destruction to Israel, and ruin for many leaders and nations in this room. The Iranian government masks a corrupt dictatorship behind the false guise of a democracy. It has turned a wealthy country with a rich history and culture into an economically depleted rogue state whose chief exports are violence, bloodshed, and chaos. The longest suffering victims of Iran's leaders are, in fact, its own people. Rather than use its resources to improve Iranian lives, its oil profits go to fund Hezbollah and other terrorists that kill innocent Muslims and attack their peaceful Arab and Israeli neighbors. Now, in this next clip, this for sure put a smile on Bibi Netanyahu's face, who was there to participate in the uh, speech, to listen to the speech that Donald Trump delivered to the U.N. General Assembly when Donald Trump called out the nuclear agreement that the five countries, the P5 plus one, put together to try to stem Iran's nuclear pursuits. We cannot abide by an agreement if it provides cover for the eventual construction of a nuclear program. The Iran deal was one of the worst and most one-sided transactions the United States has ever entered into. Frankly, that deal is an embarrassment to the United States, and I don't think you've heard the last of it. Believe me. Now, the failure of... Socialism and communism around the world throughout the centuries was what Donald Trump took aim at next. This, these two clips are just great. Of course, we have been witnessing the failure of Venezuela under its ardent socialist regime. And that was one of the next countries that Donald Trump took aim at, Venezuela. We have also imposed tough, calibrated sanctions on the socialist Maduro regime in Venezuela which has brought a once thriving nation to the brink of total collapse. The socialist dictatorship of Nicolas Maduro has inflicted terrible pain and suffering on the good people of that country. This corrupt regime destroyed a prosperous nation by imposing a failed ideology that has produced poverty and misery 
everywhere it has been tried. To make matters worse, Maduro has defied his own people, stealing power from their elected representatives to preserve his disastrous rule. One of my favorite clips through the entire speech is this next clip we're going to listen to where Donald Trump calls out communism and socialism. And you can hear the collective gasp from the General Assembly as he dared to confront what we all acknowledge as failed government states. We call for the full restoration of democracy and political freedoms in Venezuela. The problem in Venezuela is not that socialism has been poorly implemented, but that socialism has been faithfully implemented. From the Soviet Union to Cuba to Venezuela, wherever true socialism or communism has been adopted, it has delivered anguish and devastation and failure. Those who preach the tenets of these discredited ideologies only contribute to the continued suffering of the people who live under these cruel systems. America stands with every person living under a brutal regime. Our respect for sovereignty is also a call for action. This was beautiful. You could literally hear, and there are some camera angles that show uh, the look of astonishment on the faces of these representatives from governments that are uh, ardent socialist governments. The look on their face getting called out for what they do, oppressing their people with their communism and socialism was priceless. This is the speech that every one of us would have loved to have been able to give on the United Nations. It perfectly reflected our sentiments for this failed body. I've often said that my favorite saying about the uh, about the UN is the US should get out of the UN and the US UN should be moved out of the US. This body has failed at its overall mission to bring peace and to effectively stand up for human rights. In fact, when we talk about human rights, Donald Trump called out the Human Rights Council at the U.N. as an embarrassment to the U.N. It is a massive source of embarrassment to the United Nations that some governments with egregious human rights records sit on the U.N. Human Rights Council. The United States is one out of 193 countries in the United Nations. And yet we pay 22% of the entire budget and more. In fact, we pay far more than anybody realizes. The United States bears an unfair cost burden. But to be fair, if it could actually accomplish all of its stated goals, especially the goal of peace, this investment would easily be well worth it. 
And lastly, Donald Trump called on the U.N. to reform itself in order to be more effective. We also thank the secretary general for recognizing that the United Nations must reform if it is to be an effective partner in confronting threats to sovereignty, security and prosperity. Too often, the focus of this organization has not been on results but on bureaucracy and process. In some cases, states that seek to subvert this institution's noble aims have hijacked the very systems that are supposed to advance them. This was the speech that every one of us would have loved to have given the thing, the sentiments that we have felt for so long about the U.N. and about the agenda of the U.N. and the ineffectiveness of the U.N. in order to live up to its charter of being a peacekeeper and ensuring the human rights of people throughout the world. Donald Trump delivered that speech at the U.N. These were highlights, but I highly recommend the entire speech because it was difficult to just sort out these specific 16 clips. We could have just played the entire speech. It's a uh, it's a tour de force speech. It really reflects the feelings of most of the people I know and uh, kudos to Donald Trump for delivering that speech. Probably the only person that could have. Up ahead, we turn our attention to California. California has been getting some unwanted attention on the national stage for its weaponization of its uh, attorney general's office who have has waged 12 lawsuits against the Trump administration. Steve Frank joins us for the second half hour of the Unite IE Radio Show. Trump derangement syndrome has escalated to new levels, and it's actually caught some national attention. My name is Don Dix. You're listening to the Unite IE Radio Show. My co-host, Greg Britton, is actually back east. He had an invitation to attend a Tea Party Patriots meeting at the White House. Not She's not sure how he got selected for that, but we're glad he did. And next week, we'll be getting some of his thoughts and what he experienced back in the swamp. So Lou Dobbs took to his show to share some unwanted national attention on California. Here's Lou from earlier in the week. The vast national left wing nut media is ignoring a very important story unfolding on the West Coast. It's becoming increasingly clear that the state of California, the government of California, has organized much of its state government and legal resources for one purpose, to mount a campaign of harassment and obstruction against the Trump administration. The campaign appears to be led by a cabal of left-wing politicos fronted by none other than Governor Jerry Brown. With the election of Kamala Harris to the Senate, longtime Congressman Javier Becerra resigned his seat in the House to be appointed attorney general by the governor. Becerra today did what he's been doing since the election of President Trump, filing a lawsuit against the administration, trying to block one of the president's signature campaign promises, namely the border wall. But this isn't the first such action that the Democratic AG has taken against this White House. In fact, California's new attorney general has filed more than two dozen lawsuits and legal briefs against the Trump administration. Two dozen 
legal briefs against the Trump administration. It's clear now that progressives have weaponized the attorney general's office here in California. And one of the one major piece of evidence of that has to do with the initiative filed by Travis Allen to repeal the gas tax. It's the attorney general's job to issue what's called a title and summary on any initiative filed in the state of California. Earlier this year, July 10th, Travis Allen's team challenged that title and summary in court. And we've got the first indication of how that might turn out earlier this week. A Sacramento Superior Court judge determined that the attorney general wrote a misleading description of that ballot initiative to repeal the recently approved gas tax increase. And on the phone with us right now and for the rest of this half hour is Steve Frank. He's the editor of California Political News and Views. You can find that on CA Political politicalreview.com. Steve, welcome to the Unite IE Radio Show. John, always glad to be with you. It's great to have you here, particularly in the week following the final week of the California legislature. Uh, That week saw hundreds of bills pushed through. We'll talk about some of those. But first, I want to get your thoughts on this, what appears to be a defeat of the attorney general's title and summary for this initiative to repeal the gas tax. That court hearing is supposed to take place on September 22nd. We record on Thursday, so we don't have the results of that in, but what are your initial thoughts on this? Well, when you look at the decision by Becerra, uh, he must feel put upon because his predecessor, Camilla Harris, had a long string of misrepresentations of titles and summaries, one of which stopped the state of California from reforming pensions and is causing the bankruptcy of CalPERS. But she got away with it. So Becerra must be feeling, what did I do wrong? I couldn't get away with it, and she could. And and what he did, of course, was not a, a loss in total to him, because his, he knew eventually there would be a title and summary. What he was really looking for, and the Democrats are looking for, is to tie, tie down Travis Allen and his forces, force them to spend money on lawsuits, spend precious time uh, trying to get this approved by the courts. You know Becerra is going to appeal this, and they are trying to run out the clock like an old-time basketball game. Well, that is the big question here, sitting here Thursday, looking ahead to Friday when that hearing is actually going to be happening. Uh, The attorney general's office was required by the court to come in with a new title and summary uh, on Friday. But the game, the uh, sort of lawfare that the state is waging on uh, sanity here in California, we we just don't know how that's going to turn out. So you think that uh, Becerra's office is going to appeal this judge's decision uh, to rewrite the title and summary. Of course, and we do know how it's going to turn out, regardless of the decision of the hearings, regardless of the, the final decision of the judge, uh, Becerra is going to appeal that and waste time and money of those who want to uh, save Californians $5.2 billion in tax increases, because that's what's in, at stake here, is $5.2 billion a year in tax increases. That's what Travis Allen wants to repeal. 
and uh, they know what they're doing. They understand that they have the money of the taxpayers to work against the taxpayers, and because there's a certain time limit to get signatures and a time limit that you have to qualify those signatures, they're trying to run out the clock. Well, there's another to add to the intrigue of this whole effort to repeal Jerry Brown's gas tax, which takes effect on November 1st. Another initiative has been filed. This one is going to utilize the constitutional amendment route, which requires nearly double the amount of signatures. So as if it's not confusing enough for Californian voters to sort things out, we now have another initiative on the horizon. Do you think that uh, Becerra is going to take the same approach with this initiative? He's going to run out the 60-day clock to issue a title and summary, and that that title and summary may also be as confusing as the first? Any initiative that uh, limits the power of government, lowers taxes, stops tax increases, anything that is to the benefit of families and job creation in California will be massacred by the Attorney General. Becerra was appointed to this position not because he's a great leader, but because he's a great follower. And he is following the progressive uh, tactics of bullying and uh, abusing the people of the United States. And in this case, the people of California. And, you know, a little a lost small detail uh, that might not be in most people's minds is the fact that while he was a representative in Congress in the House of Representatives, it was attorney, it was uh, Representative Becerra's office that was the hideaway location for the server at the center of Debbie Wasserman Schultz IT uh, scandal. We now learn that that server was in his office and we've also learned that they've served up as uh Require as asked in this case, they've they've served up a fake. Uh, I think that would be the right word. Uh, image of that server's hard drive to the authorities who are investigating that. So you know, Attorney General Becerra is at the center of a number of controversies here. And at some point in time, his relationship with uh, Debbie Wasserman Schultz could cause his federal indictment. Uh, for hiding information from the FBI and from the Department of Justice and for corruption. Uh, and as I said before, he is a follower, not a leader. I don't believe it was his uh, thought that he would hide the server. He was told, you're the one to hide it. No one will suspect you. And so there's the server in his offices, and he's trying to pretend he didn't know anything. Incredible. All right, a lot of bills got passed during the final week of the California legislature, including SB 54, declaring California a sanctuary state. We'll explore that along with some of the other clearly insane pieces of law that were passed out of the California legislature with Steve Frank up ahead on the Unite IE radio show. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. This is Senator Mike Morrell asking you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday at 4 o'clock. 
on AM 590, The Answer. Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi's town hall descended into chaos earlier this week as individuals that are supposedly dreamers descended on her uh, town hall to not ask for a favorable outcome for dreamers. Oh, no. They want to push the envelope and ask for amnesty for all 11 million reported illegal immigrants so not just the not just the dreamers but their extended family uh other individuals who are here illegally that's the next step in the gambit to legalize illegal immigrants illegal aliens here in this here in this state and actually throughout the country but last week the close of the California legislature saw SB 54 uh, down to the wire at 2.30 a.m. Saturday morning get its final vote of approval, and it's awaiting signature by the governor. And Steve Frank, who joins us now, he's the editor of California Political News and Views on the website capoliticalreview.com. Steve, SB 54, it's going to be signed by the governor, no doubt, Correct. Oh, absolutely. Be signed by the governor and as as much force as your cat. It's incredible we finally got into this place. Of course, we can thank the supermajority in California that the progressive wing of the Democratic Party owns and controls. SB 54 was... Uh, the subject of a little f- last minute deal making between the governor and its sponsor, uh, Senate pro tem Kevin DeLeon, to add in a couple of, oh, I don't know, caveats about who can be actually turned over to federal authorities. But by and large, this law prohibits uh, California law enforcement from cooperating with federal authorities to, you know, return uh, people here illegally uh, into the control of ICE uh, and make them subject to deportation. Can you give fill us in a little bit on what some of those last minute shenanigans were about? Well, this is if this was 1860, we would call this nullification. And what this uh, sanctuary uh, state bill does is nullify uh, federal law, which is totally unconstitutional, which is why uh, it has very low meaning. The problem, of course, is that this law makes cities like Temecula or Simi Valley or uh, any Inland Empire city that isn't a sanctuary city, if the police obey federal law, which they have sworn to do, they have broken state law and could be charged under state statutes of violating the law and the civil rights of the illegal aliens they turned over to ICE. It's a, it's a total mess. So what Kevin DeLeon did was add in, well, if you have a known murderer, a known rapist, and they've been convicted, well, then you can turn them over to uh, the feds. And a few, and there were dozens of other uh, uh felonies that he added to that list, but in effect, almost all illegal aliens that should be turned over at the beginning of the process are not, and you can't do it unless you want to face state charges of civil rights violations and violating the law. But it doesn't end there. You were telling me before we started the show that there are several other laws that were passed that offer additional protections to illegal aliens in the state of California. Right. Uh, SB 54 is the government sanctuary city. So the legislature passed two more bills. One bill makes it illegal 
for a landlord or a property owner to turn in a renter to ICE as being an illegal alien. And another bill makes it illegal for a business to turn in an illegal alien. As you know, Don, many businesses use a, the system called E-Verify. Right. And, uh, and periodically it comes up that the person applying for the job is an illegal alien. Under this new state law that the governor has agreed to sign, uh, the business, after they do the E-Verify, are not allowed to turn in the applicant to ICE, even though it's known they're an illegal alien. So the state government is asking landlords and business owners to also nullify federal law. So let's be clear. Some of these people that they might be uh, uh, looking at hiring or a landlord might be looking at renting to, they may be individuals that have qualified under DACA. They may have their papers in order. They may not. But most people outside that DACA arrangement, in order for them to have any papers like a Social Security number, um, like other types of ID, what are the chances that those IDs were obtained illegally? 100%. So, in other words, you have an individual that a business is talking to who has not only violated immigration law, but they have committed other felonies, document white collar crimes uh, in order to be able to get the paperwork so that they can walk in and apply for a job. The type of crimes that you and I would go to jail for is called identity fraud, stolen or phony Social Security cards, stolen or phony other uh forms of ID, like driver's licenses, and there are still lots of illegal aliens with phony driver's licenses, and the reason for that is they're, they're smart enough to know they don't want to get a, a legal, illegal alien driver's license, because that information can and will be turned over to the federal government, because, it, because the state of California cannot protect lawbreakers. Well, clearly, from what we heard from Lou Dobbs, from what we heard from you just now, the state of California has literally weaponized the legislative process against American citizens. The attorney general's office is weaponized against the rule of law. What else came out of the California legislature in the final hours that uh, folks should know about? Oh, there was a series of protections uh, for unions. There was uh, one bill. Uh, that mandated that certain industries had to turn over their membership, their employment list to a union that doesn't represent uh, uh, their firm. And in other words, telling the unions who they can harass, who they can bully, to force them to sign cards to become uh, union members and have their paycheck stolen from. Uh, that is one of the new laws that will be going on the books on uh, January 1st, 2018. Uh, there were uh, bills that were not passed to protect the rights of students uh, to get a uh, quality education. Uh, the legislature passed bills uh, that made it harder for uh, teachers uh, to be fired, uh, which means less quality education uh, for students, and at the same time refused to pass uh, bills that would allow a uh, greater leeway in the creation of charter schools, which we all know save money, have better quality education, and is the best possible education for minority students, as shown by almost every study. In other words, the state legislature, the supermajority of Democrats, decided to uh, uh, hold back and hold hostage minorities in failed government schools. 
Crazy. Now, there's one other law that came to my attention because this is something Melissa Melendez posted on her uh, web page that there is now a tiered sex offender law essentially establishing three different tiers. And that includes the ability to actually get removed from the sex offender list. Any thoughts on this one? Well, the whole idea is to make criminals freer to com- commit their acts. And by taking uh, sex offenders off the list, it makes people in the community uh, feel safer. Uh, and, and they shouldn't. And now for the worst one of all the bills passed, and it was my wife that brought this to my attention last night. As you know, Don, I went through uh, uh, bypass surgery recently. Yes, sir. And I had to have uh, uh, several uh, blood transfusions during the operation. The, uh, the governor is about to sign a bill to allow people with HIV to donate blood. What? I didn't stutter. Wait a minute. HIV is a, commu- a highly communicable disease, and it is transferred through blood. So if, the, if, the, if a person with known HIV goes in to donate blood, are you saying it's now up to the blood donation center to screen that blood out? That's correct. Oh, my gosh. Nothing can go wrong there, right? Oh, oh, oh nothing. And my wife, as my wife said, she's glad I had my heart attack before the first of the year. Oh, my gosh. Well, Steve, there's another effort that you're involved in to make uh, tax relief a uh, or tax reform a major plank of the Trump agenda, uh, a, a, an opportunity for people to get involved in. Uh, it's the website CAfortaxrelief.org. We'll talk to Steve Frank after the break a little bit more about that and what you, our listeners, can do to help push this agenda of Donald Trump's forward talking to Steve Frank on the Unite IE radio program back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Lawmakers in Washington, D.C. have got a full agenda with tax reform and now... Uh, you know, the re, uh, repeal and replace of Obamacare has bubbled up again ahead of the September 30th deadline to be able to use reconciliation to get that through. But there is something every one of us can do in order to make a uh, plank of Donald Trump's agenda a high priority among Cal- California's uh, representatives as well as senators, Steve's and Steve Frank, who's with us for this half hour of the Unite IE radio program, is involved in this. Steve, tell us about what each one of us can do in order to encourage our legislators that serve in Washington, D.C. to make tax reform a reality in this legislative session. Well, as we speak, lobbyists for unions and big corporations are fighting the Trump administration, trying to hold back 
the lowering of tax rates, making tax codes fairer and easier, and trying to stop money from being repatriated from overseas into this nation. So a group of us as grassroots volunteers have formed an organization called Californians for Tax Relief, that's C-A-4-F-O-R, taxrelief.org, O-R-G. Go to that web page, join up in the fight, but most importantly, go to the petition page and sign the petition so that the people in Washington, our elected officials, can see that the lobbyists may represent corporations, but millions of Americans, and this is a movement that's going nation, that has gone nationwide, uh, that millions of Americans are demanding lower taxes, fair and easier, uh, tax codes and tax relief. This seems to be so uh, logical. So many things that to us seem like they're logical. Like, for instance, the things that Donald Trump said in the UN at his speech, re- you know, highly regarded as one of the best speeches that Donald Trump has delivered of his presidency or campaign. Tax reform to most of us seems like such a no-brainer uh, that it defies logic that we've actually got to get on the phone and tell our representatives. But there's three things. This is a great website, caFortaxrelief.org. Three things that folks can do. Like you just mentioned, uh, when you go to that site, you'll see a picture of John F. Kennedy and a quote from him below that is a is a uh, hyperlink a big blue bar you can click to sign the White House petition to support tax reform but there's also a bar that they can click to learn more about tax relief and also to volunteer what can folks do if they click the volunteer button to uh, make a difference here Steve well if they do that they, they will find out how to write letters to the editor uh, they will find out how to call uh, local talk shows like this, uh, how to get involved with uh, city councils and elected officials to push them to push the members of Congress representing their communities uh, to give us tax relief. And by the way, while we're talking about money, the bottom line is not money, it's job creation. And if we get tax relief, fair and easier tax codes, lower tax rates, we will create high-paying jobs. And that's what this is about. This is about jobs. Go to cafortaxrelief.org. This is a very simple, straightforward thing that everybody can do. It was the grassroots that got Donald Trump elected, and apparently it's up to the grassroots now to push forward a major plank of his agenda to get tax reform accomplished in this legislative session. Steve, thank you for joining us here on the Unite IE Radio Show today and for sharing some of your thoughts on this. Tune in every week at 4 p.m. on Saturdays on AM 590 The Answer for the Unite IE Radio program back next week. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.